Here we go. Welcome to Paranormal Night Shift, your home for all things that go bump in the dark, your fan stories told here. I am Grace McGaha here, as always, with my good friend Andy Ayers, and this is Paranormal Night Shift. It is the home for all things that go bump in the dark and fan-submitted ghost stories, urban legends, UFOs, cryptozoology, anything and everything that you want to talk about is what we will talk about here on Paranormal Night Shift. Andy, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic, and I'm here to tell y'all, we have some pretty interesting fan-submitted stories to tell y'all today. Because, and by the way, I know some of y'all are like, well, well, how do we submit our story? Because, let's face it, some of these stories are, are really, really, really good, and we love telling them. And the place to go to is Paranormal Night Shift. Com. Make sure you go to ParanormalNightShift.com to submit your fan-submitted story, and either Grayson or myself will end up telling it, and you never know. It may end up getting told on one of these live streams. Absolutely, absolutely, and a lot of the fan-submitted stories we've been going through are really just absolutely horrifying stories. We try to bring them uh, together and, and really put them in an entertaining field, and we hope that you guys are enjoying them just as much as we're enjoying telling them. You know, with spooky season has come and it's gone, and now we're out here just going into more and more of it. I think that's what makes, you know, Paranormal Night Shift cool is it, it just it never stops. It's not like it's only scary through certain times of the year. So it's been, it's been a wild ride, and I'm excited for it. I know the podcast is doing well and everything else. The fan-submitted stories are, are just really fun to deal with. And with it being November 1st, Y'all got to make sure you go to Spirit Halloween and get that discount 50% off of the, the spooky stuff, man. Oh, That's, yeah. But I've got a couple fan-submitted stories. I know you've got a, a couple, too, man. I'm still working our way through Haunted America, dude. And let me tell you, something came across my desk the other day that I, I'm so odd that I, I had not heard so much about this story. But have you ever heard of the Devil's Tramping Ground? I can't say that I have. I can't say that I have. So in North Carolina, my home state, there is a 15 by 15 circle field that has nothing in it. It's in the woods of Cheatham County, North Carolina, and nothing grows in it. And, and urban legend tells that it's the devil's tramping ground. There's no life inside the circle. And the legend goes that like if you put something in the circle then at night of course it's always at three o'clock in the morning at night the 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 devil himself will come out and throw whatever is left in the circle out i've had some really cool stories there's an episode that uh we told recently of um some people who had tried to spend the night in the circle being drugged down into the circle so i love all of these man the the, the devil's tramping ground story is just that and it's also got a lot of aerial phenomenon behind it, like a lot of these stories do, to where you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're starting to see things in the sky. A lot of unexplained, really weird stuff happening in North Carolina. So I'm looking forward to to more information about it and trying to see. I've got a couple stories that are coming down the pipe from people who have camped around the area. So I'm looking forward of it, man. That, that sounds really cool, but also really, really, really creepy. 
Oh, absolutely. I'm not spending a night in any circle. I'm not going to uh-huh. be out here. No, I'm not going to be out here doing that. That that sounds no bueno on that end at a, at all. I'm not I'm not playing. Um, it, it's kind of like a Ouija board for me. You know, like there's certain things you don't meddle with, and if they tell you that this is the devil's tramping ground, doesn't exactly you know. It's not like a sandals resort. You know, you're not yeah. going there. You're not going there with the idea that you're coming across something anything good at all. So. Oh, it's I know. Manio, I would love it if I could go to a sandals resort. Those things are nice. If, 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 things are nice. A, if there's a haunted sandals resort, we would be more than welcome to go. I'm sure that there has to be something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I'm sure. You know, talking about your home state, I want to talk about mine for a brief moment. Because Listen. this story comes out of Stark, Florida. Which, if some of y'all don't know what Stark is, um, Stark has the nickname of, of Sparky. That is where the electric chair is housed here in the state of Florida. So at Stark Penitentiary, that's, that's where all of that happens. And this story comes from that little small town. And it says it's been a few years now in a little town in florida called stark i was just fresh out of high school and thought it'd be a cool idea to have a party out in the woods with a few of my friends they they also thought it was a great idea and i've been can't and like i've been camping and party partied out in the woods before and always had a blast but that night stopped me y'all that's how this story started like whenever i read that i'm like ooh, now i'm intrigued and and he says on August 30 or August 30th back in 2017 at the time it was 16 me and a few of my high school buddies um, I knew for years got together and thought we would have a party to celebrate making it in high school we all agreed to do it in the woods at my house because well under <laughs> under well by the way we don't condone this at all but underage drinking was a no-no like in the house but let's all face it if you have a bunch of kids in the woods and they they it's a small town it, there's nothing else to do so it's yes. okay like it's that's one of the few things that it, yeah all right anyway but so we planned for the weekend and went on with the rest of the week fast forward basically fast forward to the weekend 10 people came out to the party and we all lived either a few blocks or streets over. So we all pitch in with, with the booze. And when everyone showed, we waited till nightfall and set out to a spot that we chose. The spot they were going to was a small open clearing in the woods with a makeshift deer stand in the only tree in the middle of the clearing, you know, with a few ATVs that they parked by it. And it was a good spot for, for deer hunting. And it was dark when we all got to the spot. It was a, re- it was really quiet. Besides, you know, just the talking of the friends, and they really didn't think much of it. You know, they they really don't. You know, we really didn't have bears in the area, so they knew they were fine. Oh, boy, was he wrong! I had all the stuff to start a fire and sticks branches they picked up along the way after he got the fire started we started started a little 
basically started drinking a little here and there and we just talked more then we started talking more than, than they were drinking um you know they talked about school girls you know the no- normal teenager high schooler things because like we've all been there and as we were talking and having fun around the fire one of my buddies needed to to use the restroom we just laughed and pointed to the woods behind them <laughs> and told them to go that way and, and do a business um and then they went back to talking as and as he walked towards the woods at some point someone points that he stopped walking and was just standing there and i turned around and yelled at him hey what in the heck are you doing just standing and he says nothing back to him and he yelled again just wondering what was wrong with him and started and then he started walking towards him and out of nowhere he turns and runs towards me and says we need to get the heck out of here now that's when we all hear a blood girdling scream it was so loud it felt like my eardrums were going to explode so we all started to run towards the ATVs. Some of us rode together, not caring at that point of leaving a couple of ATVs behind. We all took off, and you can hear whatever it was, screaming and yelling and things being thrown as it was chasing us. And it was getting closer with each scream it let out. It felt like I and everyone in in front and behind me were, were going to end up dying. Like, he w- he was petrified. And so was his friend. And I kept yelling, we need to go faster. We're, we're, we're going to die. As we got closer to his house, everything went silent. No more screams. No more things being thrown at us. It was just silence. Eerie silence. Like all of the hair on his back and it raises up. Silence. We didn't even turn off the ATs when we got to the house. We just ran, ran, ran in the back door my parents weren't home, so that made it worse for us. We ran in my room on the second floor and just looked out my window towards the woods to see if it was still following us or not. And there it was. It was a huge, and I mean huge. It had to be at least eight foot tall with a five foot width between the shoulders. And the scares and oh, and the scares red eye basically the scariest red eyes he's ever seen. It felt like it was looking at his soul. We all just stared at it and it back at us. I don't know how long we stared at each other, but to be honest, it felt like an eternity. Finally, this thing broke eye contact and let out the most ferocious and longest scream that the windows even vibrated and just left. We stayed looking at the direction the direction it came from and just said nothing we didn't even sleep that night too shaken up to even think about what we just saw and at some point i hear somebody say bigfoot we all agreed in silence that what we just encountered was a sasquatch and we all agreed to never go back we were so terrified that we never went back to get the other atvs that we even left until this day, I nor any of my friends go out at night walking or riding in or on something that's 
basically basically Neil said they do not go to that spot at all and it's been five years now and it's still scarcely living crap out of me to even think about what I saw that night and how close I was to dying mm. that's a wow. good story man I love a good Bigfoot story especially when there's so many people involved in it the, the, yes. the good Bigfoot story is there I, I love a good Bigfoot story that one there, man. You know, everybody comes across these really sweet Bigfoot stories, but then then there's ones like that where you're like, well, that right there might be the way that we hadn't found a Bigfoot. I mean, it, it, its thing is huge. It's it's supposed if it's out there in the woods, it's supposed to be this like apex predator out there in the woods. Why why are we going looking for something that's going to destroy you if you find it? That could be it. Yeah. You know, it's really it. it it's kind of like when you, you know, Bigfoot's one of the ones that's easy for me to believe in because every year you end up finding like these wild hogs, right? Like, I mean, you you have these hunter stories of these hogs that are 1,300 pounds that, you know, are found out in like freaking New Jersey, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like, well, hold on a second. This thing's been roaming around for how long? In the middle mm-hmm. of no, you know, in the middle of a well-populated area. That and y'all hadn't seen it. That's why it's so easy for me to believe in a good Bigfoot story, just for that reason. Yeah. One of the, you know, the Bigfoot things cool, and, and I think there is a supernatural, like, you know, almost a alienist belief in, in certain Bigfoot things because, like, this story that I have here, this this truck driver story, and, and it's 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 not as long as as the one that you just did, but this truck driver story about this this whatever you want to call it is there to believe have you ever heard of white line syndrome i think it's one of those things that some people have some people have covered it and i know you you've driven trucks before have you ever just driven and and gotten there and been like wow that that didn't take anywhere near as long as i thought it was like you start driving you just kind of zone out yes i know exactly what you're talking about I, I mean, I work night shift and there, there's days that I get home and I'm sitting in the, the driveway and I'm like, okay, I don't remember this drive that much, but I, I made it. But could you lose a day of time? I don't think I could go a whole day losing a whole day of time. But this story comes in from Gary and it, it talks just about that. Gary says that, you know, he's a long haul truck driver and he's been driving back and forth the East Coast for forever and you know there, there's truck driving stories you you drive until you can't drive sometimes you have to play the osha violation game and you know <laughs> there's there's the driving on the books there's driving off the books and there's doing what you got to do to get the job done right gary gary was pushing the limits one night knew he wasn't going to make it there in time and gary you know told me in his story that you know, I'm pushing the limits. I knew I wasn't going to make it there on time, so I had to pull over on the side of the road. I pulled over on the side of the road, and I parked in a food line parking lot, little grocery store parking lot. It's one of those things to where you know eventually somebody's going to come and knock on your door and tell you you have to move. Can't be parked there overnight. But I needed to at least get a little bit of sleep, and I could hit the road again. My logbook had to say that I was down at least for a little bit. Well, that's exactly what happened. About three o'clock in the morning, it's always three o'clock in the morning, I get a knock on my window and it's a local local cop telling me I'd been called in for trespassing and that I needed to leave. Local cop was really nice and I asked him which way, you know, was the closest truck 
truck stop. I need to get where I need to go. He told me it was probably at about an hour or two down the road, so I drove. But I started feeling really weird. I, I wasn't going to make it to the truck stop again. I just started feeling really, really weird. I pulled over. I tucked myself back in, closed up the cab, left the truck idling. I'm going to sleep for an hour, maybe two tops. You know, here we are, five o'clock in the morning. I have to get, have to get my delivery down where I need to get it. That's all of a sudden when my truck cab became very light. I'm like, here we go. Cops are coming again. Somebody's shining a flashlight, you know, up on the window. I'm, I'm going to get asked to move again. I open the, the curtains to the cab and it's the widest light that I've ever seen. Like it's blinding. I'm hitting the horn, telling whoever's out there to turn the light off. So at least I can see, I at least got to know what I'm doing. Next thing I know, I, I'm where I need to be. I'm in Pennsylvania. There's no way I could make that ride. I came across some other stories of white line syndrome to where you just lose track of time. How did I drive seven hours without knowing that I drove seven hours? I had plenty of time to get where I needed to be. That was not the issue. The issue was the book. Never stopped at a way station. There's no records of me being everywhere. There's not even miles on my truck that makes sense. I think that there, maybe I came through some sort of portal. Like, does that make any sense? Maybe that explains why I was sick. Maybe that explains why I didn't feel good. I wake up where I'm where I'm supposed to be, but I don't remember driving there. I don't remember any of it. I just am there. Oh, wow. Dude, that's creepy. That's a scary feeling for me, man. I mean, as a night shift guy, I've done that myself. I've driven and gotten home, but man, I, could you imagine just muscle memory of driving? I Even if it's a natural occurrence, even if... Even if he did just keep driving, I mean, driving that long without knowing that you're driving. There's stuff out there that's hard to explain, man. And it's, it's a it's a weird situation to come across because, I mean, what? how do you explain it to certain people? I mean, it's, it's just nuts. And what was the white light? What's the giant bright light? There's so many stories like that, man. I mean, I, I've heard this new, new thing that I want to look into called the full moon phenomenon. So you ever been driving and see the moon be like really, really like big? It's huge. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a theory out there called the full moon, th- full moon phenomenon that basically when when that the moon is that big, it is that, you know, closer to the earth. It looks like it's closer than it's supposed to be that, you know, it, we all know the moon controls the tides because of the water but there there's this new theories that you know the moon has a lot more control over us than we think it does with the body fluids and the chemical brains inside of our minds and that it there there's this idea now that like when that happens we talk about werewolves and stuff like that but when that moon is that big that that it can unlock secrets to this universe because your brain's thinking on a different level that's something i look forward to talking about more next uh next episode next week when i do a little bit more digging into it that's gonna be pretty cool and by the way speaking of speaking of the podcast i do want to talk a little bit about it paranormal night shift the podcast is we are going to end up starting to do weekly shows Mm Because I know a lot of you have gotten used to having daily shows and daily ghost stories and daily stories. 
But we have also have been asked by a lot of you, be like, hey, instead of just giving us one store, why don't you just give us five or six or even seven at one time and let us listen to it throughout the day and really getting to to embrace both of y'all's storytelling. So that is, needless to say, we heard exactly of what you've asked. Exactly. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing right here on Paranormal Night Shift from here on out. Now, I know a lot of y'all are, I know a lot of y'all are sick and tired of ads and hearing them on the Paranormal Night Shift podcast. And it's very easy. All you have to do, especially if you're listening on Spotify, just become a subscriber to the podcast over there on Spotify and you can go completely ad free and it costs less than a latte a month. Okay. Literally we have made it that simple and it's a hundred percent ad free and you don't have to hear us do any more ads or any of anything along those lines, but that's the only way to listen to paranormal night shift ad free because we were going to do a Patreon, but I think ad free is a better way to go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe the, the ad free is a better way to go whenever it goes to to being able to service you that much better. Well so, it, truly, it truly is about the fans. Like we're we're we we've done it on Facebook to where you're not getting part one through seven anymore. You're getting the full video. And if you wanna, you know, if you do get the little teaser clip and you want to watch the whole thing, click down there in the right and it'll take you to the full video. Yep. do everything you guys want to do and the fan submitted stories are there we're going to continue to do haunted america and haunted cities and when we get really quick you know stories in there too we're going to get it but i think it's going to become more of a culmination of the best stories that we got through the week and not mm-hmm. just not just little by little tidbits uh, of information because we love getting the stories we love telling the stories but i w- also want to make sure that you guys aren't like where's the story so it makes better sense to do it this way as well. And that way you get a whole week worth of horror fun. You know, you get your, your week. Yeah. It's there. We're still we're still doing everything else. We're just trying to make it a little bit longer. There's a difference between 30 minutes and a, a three-minute video as well. So yeah. we want to make sure you guys are getting your stories. And definitely doing it this way, too, gives us the opportunity to give you more graphic, more detailed stories that have a little bit more play in them than just, hey, I think I saw something. Right. And it also gives us more time to really get in depth with the stories and kind of like this one right here. And this person remains to name, remain anonymous. So I'm, I'm going to call him Jim. Jim's a good name. I'm going to call him Jim. Um, So they were at a Western store that they worked at for years and he was just out of high school. And here's the thing at the store, some weird things would happen. And like they would have customers telling us how this blonde lady helped them. And but here's the thing we didn't have a blonde lady that worked at our store, which for me it it befuddled me. But I know that's weird. Um, but it just here it just it essentially it blew his mind. It's like, hold on a second, this blonde lady helped you. We don't have a blonde blonde lady that works here. But Anyway, this blonde lady would help. So it's like, and so one time he actually got to experience this phenomenon. 
It was him and his manager and another employee closing up the store that night. The manager was upstairs closing out the registers. Some, uh, the coworker was on the other side of the store in the women's department, and I was in the men's department. I had just finished reshelving part of the men's boots where I heard boots moving on the shelves that, that he literally just left. And he went looking for the noise to see if somehow a customer was still there in the store. And, and then he saw something move out of the corner of his eye. And after having checked the entire section of that store, he ends up going to the manager and tell, tells her, like, hey, I'm, I'm a little bit freaked out. I'm a little bit freaked out over here. I just got done organizing these boots. And then I walk a little bit and these boots just start, just start moving. And there's nobody here, like, at all. And that's whenever the manager enlightened me about the blonde lady. I was terrified hearing that there is this ghost called the blonde that is at the store and needless to say after that moment that was my last day there i, I couldn't go back no thank like, you. it just that, that terrified the living bejesus out of me but jesus ah, i love it <laughs> but jesus is a good word i like it you know, and that's one of the things too. Like, what it, it, for me, it's always when you get the vindication. We all have seen things out of the corner of our eyes. I mean, I, I've I've been places and been like, "What was that?" I've been by myself at the house in the house that I live in and hear things and go, "Well, what was that?" But when you have other people who hear it as well, it's it's no longer in your imagination. Those are the stories that I love. Those are the ones that I love to hear. And and hopefully those are the ones you guys will keep sending us because we want to continue to do Paranormal Night Shift. We want to keep getting your stories in. But the best way to get them is to send them to ParanormalNightShift.com. If you have a story that you guys are like, Andy, Grayson, you have to hear, I, then we want to hear it. We're getting yes. a lot of them in right now from hospice nurses, a lot of UFO sightings, and any other things that you guys want us to talk about is what we want to talk about. Conspiracy theories, anything that you guys have that is is creepy, fun, scary, and occult, that's what we want to talk about. Yep. But with that being said, Grayson, you got one more story for us? I think I can pull one out somewhere. You know, I may or may not have a, a stack of fun ones right in front of us. I am going to ask you a very simple question. Do you believe in vampires? Absolutely. I, 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 I was not ready for that one. This story comes in because it doesn't make any sense. Jeremy writes in, I work at a local hospital. And prior to us having the system we have now, they used to just have keys. And we came across the this situation to where we continued to miss blood. Blood was missing from the hospital storage facility on a regular basis. Pints of it. Gone. Missing. No, no track, no data of where it went. We all joked that there could have been, you know, there must be a vampire. That was the, the funny joke behind all of it. One night, while working, 
our security team asked us if there was anybody on the third floor because, well, that's where the blood bank was. And they saw somebody walking back and forth into the, the, into the room. Now, none of us were there. So clearly this is just a lost patient. This is somebody who's trying to figure out where they're trying to go, but they had access somehow to the room. We watched on CC footage as this person dissipated right in front of us, disappeared on camera and was in the blood room. They left with three bags of blood and then disappeared again. We couldn't explain it. It's what tracked us having to get key cards and having to get a log login for it. The, the person's face was not recognized. Nothing was there. It just dissipated. The person disappeared on CC footage. Oh, wow. And the blood continues to, to go missing even now with the, the scan in and out. We have no idea who this person is. We don't see them throughout the hospital, but the blood is there and missing. Inventory has said that this person has taken gallons within the last three months of the hospital and us changing our code words and our login tag in. Things just are disappearing. I guess it would be the best way to do it now if you were a vampire would be to go into a hospital and take blood that way because who's going to believe you? Who's going to believe a story about a vampire? That is very true. But like I said, when it comes to me on a person, I believe there's absolutely, whenever it comes to vampires, I think there, there is such a thing. Same thing whenever it comes to werewolves. Like I, I think I would be ignorant to, to think that there's not a such thing as a werewolf. A werewolf or a vampire or, or anything like that, absolutely. I mean, it's easy to believe in because the stories have been around for so long. Uh, the, the energy vampires are the ones that I always look at, the ones that just kind of, they feed off of your negative emotions. I mean, whatever you want to call that. I mean, I, I, I know people who clearly would have something attached to them. How can you be so bright and happy one day and then the next day just be so dark and and, and they feel like something is taking the life out of them? Like, that's, there's got to be something there. And I'm looking for it. And those are the kind of fun stories that we're looking for. We want your stories to be out there. I mean, and to have it on CC footage and, and this person just dissipating, it's one of those things that I think, you know, everybody asks, well, I'll see, I'll believe it when I see the CC footage. And then you see the CC footage and you're like, well, that could be altered. How much more proof do you possibly need? I mean, apparently somebody just needs to be in the room whenever it happens. I think that's what they need. And, 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 and God help them. That's all I can say. Yeah, I don't want to be it, in the room when it happens at all. I'm good. That's Now, mind y'all, that's the reason why we just tell your stories. We Absolutely. are not investigators. We have no intention on doing any type of investigating anything. Mm -mm. No, that's like some people have, have, have ended up mentioning to us, hey, are y'all going to go to like graveyards and start looking for ghosts and all this? Nope. Mm -mm. No, thank you. No, nah, I'm good. No, I'm straight. I'm good. No, no, you, you will not see my you you'll you'll never see either one of our two big old country tales uh um, doing doing any type of investigative going into the the keepers of the crypt or no. any of that stuff. No. no, no, thank you. I'm good with that. That's a hard pass on my end. Yeah. Oh, I like. I mean, you might see us like do like kind of what we did in Savannah, 
Yeah. To where, yeah. Where we go look because, for hey, that, That's different. Or we might go up to Gettysburg and and just go up there and chill and hang out. You know, get to meet some of you amazing people. We might do something on those lines, but do some investigative work. No, I'm good. No. That, that's a hard pass. Mm-hmm. That, that's definitely hard. No hard pass ain't happening. I ain't doing it. Like that's but that's just my personal thoughts and feelings on it. <laughs> Grayson, I know you feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, I do. But well, one thing that we do definitely want to like Grayson and I, we both want to hear more from you. We want to hear more of your stories, mainly just so we can tell them. And also it helps get your story out there. Absolutely. You you won't find any skepticism here, man. We want to hear them. We want to tell them. We enjoy telling them. And that's what makes this fun. So I hope that all of you enjoy this and enjoy your, your spookiness. Check these episodes out. If you feel like you've missed an episode, go back, binge, listen to the podcast, check out some of the stories, and send yours in to Paranormal Night Shift. But on that note, y'all, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you guys have a wonderful intro to uh, the scariest part of the year when Mariah Carey music starts playing nonstop. Oh, it is, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's, it's happening. November first, it's, it's happening right now, dude. It, it's already now, dude. I walked into Target earlier. Oh my good lord, sweet baby Jesus. All I want for <laughs> dude, they already had the Christmas stuff up before Halloween was even over with. Well, you know that you know this time of year is where carbs and calories don't 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 count anymore. Carbs yeah, and calories true. are 100 percent done until after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. But, and also, side note, dude, the Christmas tree cakes are out. Mm-hmm. They're already out. Christmas tree cakes are either you love them or hate them, and I didn't get fat overnight. Let's put it that way. There you go. <laughs> well, Andy, man, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Go have fun. Tell them where they can get you on the rest of the socials. So for Paranormal Night Shift, you can follow us at Paranormal Night Shift, like at Paranormal Night Shift. Y'all were everywhere. YouTube to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. That's where you can find Paranormal Night Shift. Me, I am at Relarius, R-E-A-L-A-R-I-O-U-S. I am on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Y'all, I am everywhere. And Grayson, where can they find you? Everywhere that they would find you. I am on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. And it is at Grayson Magaha or Grayson Magaha Comedy. But you type in my goofy name, um, you, you you will find me somewhere. I'm the I'm the one and only. But man, Andy, thank you for doing this. And everybody who's listening, thank you for making Paranormal Night Shift what it is. Half a million strong on Paranormal Night Shift. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing, and we hope you guys love it. Thank you so much for being a part of uh, our scary family over here. So. I'm going to sign off. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll see you next Wednesday on another episode of Paranormal Night Shift. Y'all have a good one.